0: Welcome to the How to Get a Job Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Botero. And in this podcast, we help international STEM students land a job that sponsors their H-1B without applying to hundreds of companies. So if you enjoyed this episode, give us a follow, give us a review, and share with a friend. Without further ado, enjoy the episode. All right, welcome back to this episode. And today I have a special guest. I have a good friend, Adam Broda. He is the founder of Broda Coaching. Uh, he's a fellow LinkedIn uh, content creator and a career coach. And I just enjoy having conversations with Adam. And so I asked him to come back to the podcast because Adam is just a wealth of knowledge. And just sometimes I have conversations with him, them with him, and I just like, I wish we were just recording this. Um, and so Adam, man, welcome. How's it going?
1: It's going great. Good to be here again. I think it's it's always a pleasure coming back to the the podcast and having... Good, open, honest, sometimes ridiculous conversation about how things work in the real world. So, thanks for yeah. having me back.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, Adam, um, we're twenty twenty two. As we were kind of talking, um, you know, we started our conversation talking about how the how some some weird times right now with tech. Um, a lot of the technology companies are their stock has been down this quarter, and so you're seeing. Uh, just signs of a recession coming you know we're not there yet we could we could potentially be there we're not we, we officially don't know until two quarters of down but how do you see it working in tech how are you seeing this affect the job markets for job seekers currently graduating this semester or graduating soon
1: Ugh, lots of questions to unpack there i think there's some of this is not a surprise let's, let's start by saying that that, that you saw on the tech side of things, 2020 and 2021 were unprecedented years, right? Everything went virtual. Companies like Peloton and Zoom just exploded because they were necessary, right? Amazon, even as big and as as complica- complicated as that company is, it was it was necessary, it was essential. You weren't going to the store, you weren't driving, you weren't going to gym class, you weren't going to school. Um, what you're seeing right now is probably a combination of a natural course of let's just use the word shrinkage, right? That those companies are trying to return back to a, a pre-pandemic state and there's not as much volume, right? We're not, you don't need to be on Zoom as much, or you don't need to be on, you know, subscription gym classes. You can go back to normal and and that's planned to some degree. I think what's compounding the weirdness. Is is number one lingering COVID effects, right? We're still not entirely sure what's going on there. There's shortages and 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 things that have stuck around and will stick around for some time that are having an effect. And then lastly, uh, we've just got a weird, you know, economic situation with inflation and also again shortages and things. The job market is strange, but all that is to say is, I I wouldn't. Rush into quitting my job right now. Let's put it that way. That that I I think recession is probably a strong word. I don't think we're anywhere near where we were in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. And I'm not an economic person, so don't you know take that with a grain of salt. I read Morning Brew, so <laughs> I'm as qualified as maybe that <laughs> that that emailed newsletter is. All it is to say is, yeah, from my seat as a hiring manager in tech, what I'm seeing is. Not necessarily universal hiring freezes happening, but many companies are hitting the pause and reflect button, yeah. right now. Now some of those are more public, right? Meta has already announced a pretty intensive freeze, and even to some degree, they're redacting roles that were offered, which is rare. You don't see that all that often. Um, I think what that indicates is just companies are bracing for more uncertainty. Yeah. And and to to my point is when you see those flags go up, it's probably a, a good time to say, hey, you know, if I'm going to make a job change, or if I'm going to career transition, or if I'm going to quit my job, I just want to make sure I have a, a well-defined plan of, of, of action. It's not a good time to float. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, you know, I want to unpack some of those things. Um, like, I agree. I feel like a lot of the the companies. That benefited so heavily from those from COVID, like Zoom or Peloton, have essentially kind of come back down a little bit. I think they're higher than they were before the pandemic, but they're definitely not as high as the as the peaks. But I, I do want to remind listeners here that if an industry is affected, think of what industry is positively being affected. If somebody is negatively being affected, what is the positive? So you hear meta being affected means maybe more people are spending less time on their, on their, on their phone or on their computer, on their social media. And they're, they're, they're doing more activities, but then on the other side, you can think like, well, if people are leaving their house more and they're traveling more, who's positively affected by that. And you see really positive results from Airbnb. Right. And then their, their stock is growing. Their, Their, their booking has not only rebounded, but is even doing better than it was pre COVID and they even go and announce and say, Hey, we encourage work from home. And we even say for nine, three months out of the year, our employees can go work anywhere in the world. Not only can they, work remotely in the U S but now they like, Hey, go work, go work in an Airbnb somewhere else in the world for 90 days, you know? Uh, um, and I think that's uh, interesting to say like, yes, like even, even when like, I, I, I want to make sure that like, yes, if there is a recession and companies do do hire and freeze or take away your offer, like that can possibly happen and it will happen. But I just want you to think too, what are some companies that will be benefit from recessions? Right. And and I think a lot about like where I started my career in the CPG industry, like when, when people don't go out to eat anymore because they don't have the same disposable income, they go grocery shopping more. So then, That affects the Coca-Cola, the Procter & Gamble's, you know, the Nestle's, the PepsiCo's of the world, right? Um, And so with all that being said, I think it's just important to be up to date with what's going on, right? And and, and be strategic. And if you have a good job or if you have a job, and like, as long as you don't hate it, hate is really affecting mental health, stick there longer and maybe not quit until you have an offer in hands. But as a college student, I just want you guys to think like, there's always going to be hiring. There might not be as much hiring, but there's always going to be hiring. Right.
1: The economy follows the laws of physics relatively closely, right? For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And and I'd say to your point, Daniel, that that's what you're seeing, right? Someone's benefiting somewhere. uh, And again, it's I, I don't think we're we're approaching this, you know, nationwide or worldwide shutdown. I, I just think where the hiring is happening is maybe shifting a little bit for right now. Yeah. That maybe tech again, the 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 Googles and Metas and Fangs of the world are are not as strong as they were in 2021. And again, that's because 2021 was flipping crazy, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All kinds of stuff was going on. But uh, yeah, there are other companies in other places that will that will be amping up rates in the same way that others might be slowing them down. So. All that is to say again is it doesn't mean it's a bad time to job change it doesn't mean it's a bad time to be a student and try to find a job what i think it means is just be calculated in your approach right it's maybe the market isn't as ample as it was you know a year or two years ago in tech but understand that a good you know a good research plan might tell you where it is ample right where where the you know it's ripe for the harvest
0: yeah, no, that makes sense. Um so what do you think? You know, like if if the the big Fang or man companies are, you know, the slowing hiring, what are some good options? Like what are some other types of companies that you would recommend looking into?
1: Well, you kind of already started the conversation, right? That, you know, as maybe people get off of the internet or social media and try to kind of get back into the world and experiencing it and and things of that nature, right? What are the industries benefiting? You already named a couple, right? Travel, you know, the Airbnbs and Marriott's and airlines are seeing huge, huge returns and growth. And and I would say that I I think that trend is going to continue for a couple of years. And that's probably where I'd start is make a list of, you know, your passions and motivations and the skills you have and the kind of work you want to do. And then make another list of the companies that you think, you know, the data might suggest are going to be benefiting or growing over the next couple of years and see where, you know, see what kind of cross pollination makes sense. But, uh, you know, travel, transportation, um, mm-hmm. I would even say that, uh, you know, to some degree, like data center companies are not slowing down, right? They're They're tech related, but there's never been a bigger demand for data than there has right now. So there's a number of industries that I'd start with. It just depends on what you want to do.
0: Yeah, you know, and and, and I, some industries, again, I think is really important as whether you're a job seeker that's coming out of college or you're looking to transfer to stay really up to date with just current events and and just the bigger picture, because that also helps you understand like the industries or in the markets that um that are are just bound to grow because you know, high tide rises all ships. And so even though um the economy can be affected as a whole there are pockets of the economy that are not as affected in benefit and so i want to kind of just think about things you know um we, we all know fortune 500 companies and we we aim for that so like if i think about like tier one we think about like fang companies or banking right and like you know or consulting so like tech banking consulting tier really high demand like a lot of people want to work for those companies like the goldman sachs of the main companies like jp morgan chase um and we think about that then you have like maybe fortune 500 companies and maybe making it a simplified but here's some interesting areas where i've kind of really seen a lot of success with our clients is one um unicorns so like if you just type biggest unicorns in the united states or just biggest unicorns in the world and if you don't know what unicorn is is a privately held company so it's not a fortune 500 because it's not publicly traded Privately held co- uh, company that does over that's w- valued at over a billion dollars and there's so many of them nowadays there's like so many of them and even some unicorns are bigger than Fortune 500 companies. Like, as soon as they go public, they'll be Fortune 500 companies. And I think about uh, within the unicorn space, look at fintech companies like Stripe, like, um, like even PayPal. That's not necessarily a new company, even co founded by Elon Musk, right? That there's just a big demand for, like, of a big growth in the, in, the, in the fintech space, in cash apps, um, Venmo, um, all that area. I think to your point, just transportation, anything autonomous driving. So like, um, I can't even think of it anymore, but uh, what's Tesla's competitor? Uh, Lucid. Lucid. Yeah, Lucid. Um, or even, with, yeah, all that technology, it, I'll, I'll, anything that related to that space. So I just want to, and, and then even below there. So if you're like, okay, so even, uh, even if unicorns are not it, another good list to attack, is the Inc. 5,000, and I don't know how familiar you are with the Inc. 5,000, but the Inc. 5,000 um, is the fastest, the, the fastest fa- fastest 5,000 companies, the fastest, well, the fastest 5,000 companies in the United States, and is measured by growth, not by revenue. So Fortune 500 is measured by revenue, uh, by total sales. So Walmart, ExxonMobil being the top companies. And then the Inc. 5000 is just fastest growing. So you have companies that are like quadrupling, 10xing their business time after time. And the biggest thing slowing those companies down time and time again is just the people. So they're growing as fast as they can scale their teams.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Again, I think there's plenty of news and information sources that will pop up with a quick Google search that are going to help you answer that question, right? Like what are the growing industries and what companies are booming? And that's what I would recommend is, is, you know, spend an hour or two or three or four hours building up that short list and having the data to back it up in terms of, you know, what is the two to three out year, you know, outlook look like for a company like Airbnb. And, you know, as somebody that places, I mean, most of the clients I work with are, are, are not students. I work a lot with the mid career professionals and help people, transition. But all that is to say is, I mean, in the last six months, I've placed a handful of people, you know, into into firms that have significantly changed outlook inside of the first couple of months of them being there. Right. Even a couple of people off the top of my head that, you know, that that got a, a pink slip within the first couple weeks of them being there. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they made a bad call. It just means, you know, researching to understand what the outlook of a firm might be is a really important part of that job search process, right? Like before you spend all the time networking and establishing relationships and spending time in an interview process to get a job there, make sure you feel confident about where they're going. Um, That's not always easy to understand, but it's something worth trying.
0: Yeah, no, I think absolutely. I think we have to think about the fact that when a company is hiring, they're making an investment, right? And Mm -hmm so are you as a job candidate they, they, you're trading their time or your time for their money and they might be paying you but you're returning that with sweat equity so you're investing your time so you have to look at that as an investment you have to do your your own due diligence and it's not just the company interviewing you you should be interviewing them and doing your proper research right just like mm-hmm. the companies will do background checks on you just because that companies will do referral checks right you have to do your own background checks. You have to do your own research. Um, I really good, like especially especially even for level entry roles, I just encourage you, to, if, if you're going, applying or interviewing for a pub, uh, pri, uh, publicly traded company, like read their annual report, right? Not, not the whole Bible of a document, but like the executive summary, the first 10 to 15 pages where the CEO writes a letter to the shareholders explaining, here's what happened last year. Here's what's going, what we plan for next year. Here's what we look at five to 10 years out. Here's our SWOT analysis, right? Here's our financials, right? Learn how to read basic financials to understand the health of the business. Um, and I think that's going to give you really good insight um, into the health of the company.
1: Yeah, again, there's there's lots and lots of places where you can go get, That type of information, again, I think, you know, I don't want to say that like a, a quarterly finance report to the SEC is where I would tell everybody to start, just because I know that some people will be intimidated by that, but there's there's tons of companies out there or websites out there that break that stuff down into, you know, a quick first look, kind of a out of, at a glance health report. And that's what you're looking for, right? Yeah. Is what what's the outlook in the next couple of quarters? What's it that what's the outlook in the next couple of years? And yeah, it's it's exactly right.
0: Adam, so like as we wrap this up, like what advice do you have for for job seekers, both you know, starting out and mid-career professionals, as they, you know, they brace themselves for what the future can. Could could look like if we go into a depression?
1: Well yeah, I mean, I I would say recession slash depression, right? Is just, right, uh, right. let's just say a significant downturn in yep. whatever the economy economy in let's say you know the world slash U.S. is is it it's going to be not all that surprising. Advice I I would tell you that a lot of things happen when you hit recession era times and you know, there's a huge, huge number of candidates in the market right now. And I think, you know, jobs will be harder to come by, but most likely there will be less people looking for them. So that's the first thing to keep in the back of your mind is that typically those two things kind of ebb and flow together. Um, That being said, it's, it's just going to mean again, like for, for students and mid-career professionals, you need to be strategic about a move. Don't, again, like I would say obviously protect your mental health, but I would really caution against quitting before you got an offer in hand somewhere else, right? For students, um, that, you know, aren't going to have that offer. I, I would say, have a targeted job search strategy where, you know, you've got tier one companies. Like when we coach students, what we talk about is have a short list of your, of your dream companies or, or tier, you know, we, what we call it is plan a companies. Um, have a plan B and a plan C also, yeah. right? That it, it doesn't necessarily mean that 100% of your time should be trying to get into the most exclusive companies. Um, a job is better than not a job, right? And especially in a recession or even a depression, having something on your resume says a heck of a lot about what you can do as opposed to having nothing. So, you know, have, have your have your plan A, have your plan B, have your plan C. Again, plan C could just be, you know, the mom and pop shop down the street that has an engineering position open that you can do um but that's what i mean is maybe just leveling expectations a little bit as a student to make sure that you get something um because something is going to allow you to build experience start your networking you know get paid uh and again is better than nothing so uh number one is have a plan number two is double down on accomplishments and results right because it's When markets get competitive and candidates get competitive and and hiring gets competitive, it's it's the people that create ROI that win. That is the short version. Right. I don't really care at the end of the day where you went to school. Uh, You know, your GPA could be a four. It could be a three. If if you have a tendency and can prove on a piece of paper or in an interview process that you can create return on investment, that is what will get you hired. That is what the companies are going to care about. And again, in hyper-competitive markets, we want to hire people that can create value, right? I'm happy that, you know, you can do your job like the average person can do your job. I want people that know how to get in and do things better than they were before they showed up. So, uh, you know, be strategic with moves. And then number two is, is is communicate clearly how you can create ROI for a customer, whether that's an employee or a team member or manager, but sell that stuff. It's really important. Um, and then I think maybe the last point is is build strength on strength, right? Especially if you're considering a transition or, or you're a student coming into a, you know a first job or an internship is you need to be really good at value propping what you're best at right you you don't have to be good at everything and you don't need to be a jack of all trades to get a job you know at a tier 1 or a plan a company you need to be good at one maybe two or three things tops and that's got to be the way you pitch is like this is the thing i can do for you right this is the skill that i have that i'm better you know better at than other people and then here are my results to prove that i'm not i'm not lying so think about how you proposition yourself with skills uh, again, you know, I think sometimes students get into the the weird perception that they have to be really good at everything. You know, the four O mindset of like I can learn anything, do everything, and you know, solve every single problem. And I can just encourage students to like, hey, like that's it's not really how the real world works, right? If I want an expert in CAD, I'm just going to go get one, right? Uh, if I want an expert in some other thing, we'll figure out how to go get it. You you need to have your niche.
0: Yep. No, that, like, that's awesome. I and mean, I think it's important to, to all, if you're more of a generalist then generally smaller businesses are a better fit in the beginning. And then if you're more they of can. a specialist, you know, you could look at it into a uh, more specialist roles. No, I think what you're saying, Adam, makes so much sense. And um, I, I, I so much appreciate it. Adam, I know um, what's the best way for, you know, people listening to this podcast. that want to learn more about you, your coaching services, anything else?
1: Probably signal flares. I have a pretty big window in my office, and I pay close attention to people that shoot those things up. Um, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I just kind of came out of nowhere. I, I would say the best way is is definitely through LinkedIn. I'm fairly responsive with with direct messages. And if, Again, if we've never met, right, and you're a total stranger, I'd say just send me a you know a, a targeted network message and. Uh, I try to try not to sell me something in in the first couple sentences, and I'll probably respond to you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Broda Coaching is the other method. Um, anybody in the world can can hop on the internet and go to our site. It's it's BrodaCoaching.com, um, and then there are ways to get in co- in connection with with me or someone on our team either through an email. You can submit an email directly to our our inbox or you can set up a call for free for 15 minutes and uh sometimes it might take a little while to to, to get to me but uh, in terms of the number of months because the, the 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 line is long right now but um that is an option you have
0: yeah no no when you first uh said signal flares i thought it was like a new website kind of like a link tree um, <laughs> and i'm like man i never heard of it, it sounds awesome <laughs>
1: should go trademark that right now. Yeah, um, single Flares. That's a yeah. good
0: one. Uh, love it. Adam, you're the man. Thank you so much for coming here. Uh, and for everybody else listening, catch you guys on the next episode. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you're still listening, it's because you've reached the end of the episode, and that speaks volumes of you. In an age of distraction, the fact that you're still listening to this means that you're serious about your career. And to do that, I want to return the favor and reward you for this behavior. So to do that, I wanna give you access to a free 30-minute webinar that's gonna completely change the way you job search. This webinar was built just for international STEM students, and we're gonna talk about the three biggest mistakes international STEM students make when looking for a job and how to fix them. So if you wanna get access to this webinar, go to career.com forward slash webinar podcast.